We are the boys in the band. Uh-huh. Sleeping in a van. That's right. Shrugging off the rest without so much as a contingency plan. You're goddamn right. Can you make a little baby dance? I think I could. In fact, I know I could. So lend your hearts, ears, money in your hands to the bank. All right, hello, hello, hello. This is at Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show, and I am Fat Mike Chicago. We got a lot of stuff going on here. It's been a while since I've made a podcast, and I apologize for that. I was a little under the weather here, probably with the coronavirus, but who knows? Um, hacking, coughing, wheezing, sick as a dog. But uh, we got some stuff out there. We got Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. We got the Bears signing Robert Quinn, which is a big, big move, letting go of Leonard Floyd. And we have the trade that I am not happy about in bringing in Nick Foles. And that's where we're going to start today off at. Not this coronavirus stuff. I get it. Everything's canceled. All you, Everybody's upset. Nobody knows what's going on. Full contact women's karate is now the number one sport in America. And I get it. I understand why. Because it's that awesome. And uh, it's it's honestly my number one favorite sport. Between full contact women's karate and marble racing, I don't know which to bet on first. But that being said, we have news in the NFL. And, well, you know, that takes precedence. So... The Bears went off yesterday and traded a fourth-round pick to go out and get Nick Foles. (sighs) Okay. Uh, Okay. I get it. I understand. And after a day of thinking about it, after ruining quarantine day four for me, I understand why they did it. I get why they did it. It's because Mitch is inconsistent. Excuse me. It's because the accuracy is down on Mitch. It's It's basically because of the consistency. And I understand. Okay? I get it to the fullest. But Nick Foles is a backup at best. Okay? And after giving it a full... Almost 24 hours now. By the way, today's March 19th, 2020. After giving it almost a full 24 hours, it's still not the move they needed to make. Even with the signing of Robert Quinn. I love that signing of Robert Quinn. I really do. It gives somebody else to take up some pressure on the defensive side of the ball to free up Khalil Mack, who's essentially... Your number one defensive player. I get it. If Akeem Hicks goes down or Robert Quinn goes down, you at least have one of those guys to eat up some offensive talent to free up Khalil Mack. I get it. I understand what they're doing, and I love the Robert Quinn signing. But the trade for Nick Foles right now justifies only one thing for me. And it justifies that Ryan Pace is admitting 
and knowingly following up trading that pick, knowingly that he fucked up on the Mitch Trubisky pick. Okay? That's what it boils down for me. Is that Mitch Trubisky is not the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Based on the money that you're giving Nick Foles, and based on completion percentage alone, Nick Foles will be your starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears in week one. I'm not saying it's a terrible signing. I'm just saying that this is what it is. This is this is your team going forward at Nick Foles at the helm, who has been proven not to be a consistent starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, all of that being said, it doesn't matter if you had Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, whoever you want to throw back behind that old line, regardless, is still going to suck. Granted, some may be better than, than the others. I get it. But what it boils down to is that that offensive line is one ply thin. Now, a couple of you guys may have heard me calling to the Cap show, David Kaplan at Chicago ESPN 1000 over the past few days, and bitch and moan about what's going on with this Bears team. Okay? I get it. Kaplan, I love you. You're my guy. You are my guy. You put me on every single time I call, and I appreciate it. And I appreciate that you guys let me voice my opinion without hanging up on me, for the exception of today, March 19th, 2020. You hung up on me. Like I was some redheaded stepchild. Like I didn't know what I was talking about. But I do. And as a lifelong Bear fan, I sit back and I literally, I'm taking a step back. All right, because I look at ba- I look at football like I look at baseball, okay? I'm a diehard Cub fan. Fucking diehard Cub fan. I will fight somebody to the death on my Cubs fandom. But there's been times that my Cubs fandom has wavered. Okay? It, there really has been. I remember the time they traded Starling Castro. It broke my heart. Because at the time, at that specific moment, at that specific moment, Starling Castro was on pace to be a Hall of Famer with 3,000 hits. And I loved him. I thought he was a piece of the future that you were going to keep on to. But with this Chicago Bear team, outside of the Cubs, okay, even though it's two completely different sports, all right, I sit there and I look at this Chicago Bears team, and it has broken my heart year after year, after season after season, after offseason after offseason, and has completely tore me apart by signing after bad signing, by bad free agent after bad free agent. It's ridiculous. Okay? It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how to be a Bear fan anymore. They are not putting any product on the field to put my fat ass in a seat. I don't want to go there for tailgating or for a sausage and beef sandwich, a combo. I don't want to go there for a combo and a Mai Tai. I want to go there for a Bears win. 
Okay, that's what I want to go there for. I want my football team to be relevant again. And I get it. They just went 12-4 and four two years ago with Mitch Trubisky. Yada, yada. They didn't fucking play anybody. They didn't play anybody. Last year was the true testament of what you see going forward with this Bears team. Yes, that defense is stacked. Eddie Jackson, Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack. The list goes on and on and on. Now you go out and get Robert Quinn, which helps losing Leonard Floyd and bringing in another defensive pass rusher. Offense, he's gonna, he's going to get to the corner, the quarterback, and that helps tremendously. Okay, but is that defense being wasted right now? And I think it is. You have nothing on the offensive side of the ball. To keep the offense off of the field. Or to keep the defense off of the field. Your number one offensive option is Allen Robinson. And after that, you don't have shit. You don't have a quarterback now that can create a play. Whether it be Foles or Trubisky. To extend the play. Foles, okay, yes. He's a better option than Mitchell Trubisky. And I think that he'll win the outright starting position based on cap being paid to him and completion percentage alone, I think he wins the starting job going into week one. But you don't have another offensive weapon besides Allen Robinson, and that's what hurts this team right now. You don't. You have no tight end. Your running back is in shambles. And even if both were stacked... Your offensive line is fucking one-ply, bud. It's one-ply. It's spare parts at this point. And that's what drives me nuts about this team. Earlier today, I called into the Cap Show, and I relayed this message to Kaplan. And he debated my fandom up and down. He said that my fandom was crap. Because I'm wavering, and I, I said that my fandom is now in free agency. And I think it is. I really believe it is. Only because of the fact that I've been on this planet for 33 years of my life. Okay? And in the 33 years of my life, the Bears have been fucking irrelevant. Besides one year. The Eric Kramer, the Cade McNown, the Jim Miller, the Rex Grossman, whoever the fuck you had at starting quarterback, it's been irrelevant. It's the same situation as that 06, 05, 06 Bears team where you had the defense. You had the defense on the opposing side of the ball to get you there. But you have nothing on the offensive side of the ball besides one guy. Back then, you had Thomas Jones. You had Matt Forte. You had guys that can... Make a little bit of offensive production. You still didn't have a quarterback. You still didn't have a number one wide receiver. Your number one wide receiver back then was fucking Bernard Berrien. He was known here and then not known for the rest of his entire career. You had Devin Hester, a special teams guy. Whoop-de-doo. 
who gives a shit? I'm frustrated as a fan. And yes, I do. I bleed navy and orange. Through thick and thin, I am a Chicago Bears fan. But it is so hard. It is so hard. And I hope you guys hear this, okay? Because I mean it with every ounce of my being. It is so hard to be a Chicago Bears fan year in and year out and just let them completely disappoint you. And I mean that from a Chicago Bears fan side point because I am a Bear fan. I've spent the money to go to games. I've spent the money on the $7 hot dog and the $13 beer. I've been there. I've done that. I've spent the $40 on a parking pass. This, that, and the other. I've done it. Okay? I've spent uh, endless hours sitting on my couch when I can't afford to go to a Bear game or when they're on the road. I've spent that time on my couch with friends and family spending money on food watching that team, and watching them do nothing but disappoint. You as a Bear fan, all of you as a Bear fan, should be sick and tired of the endless mediocrity that the Bears are giving you. Because that's what they are, is they're mediocre at best. They have a defense that's good enough to win six games. Six games. Their offense, surprisingly, somehow, will win two games. Two to four games. So right now, you are a 9-7, and seven, a 10-6 and six team. Which is not good enough to get into the fucking playoffs. And year in, year out, you continue to lose to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. You can't beat that team if... You just can't beat that fucking team. I don't get it. You've had them on the ropes. You've had them in a down point situation. And you still have yet to beat that team when it matters. It doesn't matter if it's week one or week 11. Aaron Rodgers owns the Chicago Bears. I'm frustrated. I am a super frustrated Bears fan at this point. To where, yeah, my fandom isn't scrutiny. I'm tired of the same shit year in and year out saying, oh, this is our year. It hasn't been our year since 1985, 84, 85, 86, whatever. I'm tired of living on that history. I'm tired of living on that hook of history. I don't want to hear no more about Ditka. I don't want to hear any more about Singletary or Walter Payton or Jim McMahon, Willie Galt. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear it no more. I want to hear the Bears of new. Okay? It's an offensive league. Get somebody in here that can run the fucking offense. Pace fucked up by moving up. To draft Trubisky. I remember that day like it was yesterday. I was on my fiance's patio. Grilling hamburgers and hot dogs. For me and a couple of friends. 
and they drafted Mitch Trubisky, I wanted to throw the fucking grill over the balcony. Yesterday felt more of the same. When I got the news that they had traded the fourth round pick for Nick Foles, the only thing I thought of was Mike Glennon 2.0. That's what I thought. And I'm going to think that way. Because Mike Glennon isn't the guy. All of that being aside, all of it, the Mike Glennon, the Nick Foles, the Mitch Trubisky, the whoever, they still don't have enough to be a relevant team in the NFL. They are at a minimum. Now, really think of it. Really think of it. Okay? With the offense in shambles like it is right now, and with the defense being so good, how close are they to being a viable team and a playoff team in the NFC? You got Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers, which is big news. We'll get to that a little bit later. You got Teddy Bridgewater going to the Panthers. You got Drew Brees down there in the Saints. You got Jimmy Garoppolo and that phenomenal defense out there in San Francisco. He's a just enough player is what Jimmy Garoppolo is, and it's shown. You got DeAndre Hopkins now being traded from the Houston Texans to the Arizona Cardinals, which puts a little heat and a little fire beneath Garoppolo and the 49ers' ass to get their team ready to rock and roll. You still got Russell Wilson up there in Seattle. You got the Green Bay Packers. Who are the Green Bay Packers? I mean, pretty much seal them the win for the fucking division in the NFC North. Put it all together and think about how far away the Bears are. They've done nothing in this offseason besides oh, Robert Quinn. I love it. I love it a lot. It seals up a need that you need on the Bears defense. You go out and trade for Nick Foles, which I think is a beat-off, pretty much. I mean, whatever. Who gives a shit? As I say a beat-off, I'm doing the stroking gesture right now. Okay? And you still have no offensive weapons. You still have no O-line. And I know I've said this earlier, but that offensive line is fucking one pie, man. It's spare parts. And when I say that, when I say it's one pie and it's spare parts, I mean that it's that's exactly what it is. It's tissue thin. No, I can gather up five of you guys and myself and create a better fucking O-line than what they got out there right now. And I don't give a flying frog's fat fucking green ass what Kyle Long has to say about it. Okay? I'm sick of that fucking guy, too. Yeah, I, I like him. I like Kyle Long. Kyle Long, you're great. But it's not just about justifying a running game. You need something to fucking block in front of you to create a running game. It starts up front, and you build out. So... What what is the fucking front? What is the front? The O line is the front. What is out? Quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, running back. That's how you build. That's how you build a team. Same thing on the defense. Front line, middle linebacker, cornerbacks, safeties. Front out. That's how you build a team. It wouldn't matter if we had Ladanian Tomlinson on this old line right uh, behind this old line right now. It's not going to fucking happen. Barry Sanders, he's going to get smoked. I'm sick and tired 
of the medi mediocrity of the Chicago Bears, and that's where I stand. I'm done. I'm done trying to play second fiddle to this team right now. I'm done being, oh, they can do enough. They can do enough to squeak in. No, they can't. If they do squeak in, it's a fucking miracle. It really is. Mike Glennon's not the guy you need. It doesn't matter if they sign Bridgewater, Brady, Foles, Dalton, Tannehill, Mariota. It doesn't matter. They have no offense. As a whole, they have nothing that would want to make a player come here, especially in free agency. They have Allen Robinson. You wonder why Teddy Bridgewater picked the fucking Carolina Panthers a couple days ago. It was hot. It was hot news that Teddy it was in between the, the Bears and the Panthers. Well, Panthers have Curtis Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. You know, they got some they got some pretty good offensive weapons. No wonder why he's going to Carolina. I was all gung-ho. Give every red cent you got to Tom Brady. That's what I called in the capture. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if you go out and get Tom Brady and with those two picks, you go out and get two offensive linemen, solidify what you got in the fourth round, grab a quarterback, whatever's there, Jake Fromm, whoever. They fucked it up. Okay, they, they really messed this up. Instead, Tom Brady goes to a team that has unbelievable offensive weapons. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, O.J. Howard. Decent little running back out there. Which rumors are that Todd Gurley's going to be on out there. Can you imagine that team? Tom Brady already knows how to run a play clock. That defense isn't going to spend any fucking time on the field. Ryan Tannehill re-signed with the Tennessee Titans. Okay, fine. Whatever. He's a product of a situation, too. You look at him in Miami, he blew dogs for quarters. You plug him out there in Tennessee, Mike Vrabel knows how to use him. They run the ball a little bit more. They figure it out. He only has to pass when he has to. Marcus Mariota, I, I, don't even, I forget where the fuck he went, but that's... It doesn't matter because he's irrelevant anyways. Andy Dalton's still out there, which I think would have been the better fit for the Bears. But when I look back at both of them, Nick Foles and Andy Dalton are both statues. It doesn't matter. Neither one of them is going to improve the Chicago Bear team the way us Chicago Bear fans want it to be. Because of the lack of the offense that we have. And again, I boil it down to no offensive line, no running game, and only one offensive threat. You don't see teams like that go to the playoffs. That's why teams like the Houston Texans don't win. That's why teams like Green Bay don't win. Because they had only one offensive weapon. Which is kind of false. I'll agree to that. That's kind of false. They have Devontae Adams. They have the running back up there. They got Aaron Rodgers, yada, yada, yada. 
But those team team they're an exception. They got some they got some pieces. But Seattle, they made the playoffs. They don't have too many offensive weapons. Russell Wilson. A, a handful of running backs, a handful of wide receivers. I'm tired of the Bears being mediocre, and that's where we're at. The Bears will not be good or a viable or a competitive playoff team for a minimum of five years now. And that's where I stand. And it's extremely hard for me to swallow that pill. As a Bears fan, I'm, I struggle to swallow that pill because we've been doing nothing but trying to get this team to be a playoff-bound, perennial playoff team. And each and every year, it seems to dump right on our face. It hurts. It really does hurt. But when you sit there and question my Bears fandom, okay, when you question all the times that I've threw this team on the television, all the times I've went to Soldier Field, all the times I've ventured outside of Chicago to go watch this team play on an opposing field and to just be disappointed game in, game out, play by play, quarter by quarter. Don't tell me where my fandom lies. My fandom lied with this team. And the Chicago Bears did nothing but lie to me on saying that this was a rebuild and we're going to be back there. We're going to get back to the promised land. But we haven't been. And I'm tired of waiting. I really am. So now we move on to the Tom Brady stuff. I'm done bitching about the Bears stuff. Because I could talk about it forever. But Tom Brady and that Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Baby. That's going to be a fine-ass team. That's going to be a real fine team. Like I said earlier, Tom Brady knows how to work a play clock. He's got nothing but offensive weapons. I envision that team on a bad year going 11-5. and That team's going to win some games. Is it a product of Bill Belichick or is it a product of Tom Brady? I don't know. I know Bill Belichick's pretty awesome. I know Tom Brady is equally as awesome. But I don't think Tom Brady's ever had... uh, Has Tom Brady had offensive weapons like this before? Had Randy Moss? Had Rob Gronkowski? Had Corey Dillon? I don't think he's had this many offensive weapons... at one time, ever. And reports are, I mean, just reports. I don't know if it's true, but I know Antonio Bryant wants to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I know that there's defensive players out there that are calling Tampa Bay, being like, hey, man, I want to be a Buck. I want to play with Tom. TB12 is the way to go. That's been reported. That was that was toned today on... Uh, on ESPN. 
Man, oh man. I thought there'd be more hits for, for New England. Guys wanting to go up there to play for Bill. I don't know. Just something to think about. It's really something to think about. But that, that NFC South or whatever it is over there, that's going to be a tough-ass division. That's going to be a real tough division. Teddy Bridgewater signing with Carolina. Drew Brees staying put down there in New Orleans. Tom Brady now a Buccaneer. That that's tough. That that that's a good division. Matt Ryan staying put in Atlanta, even though they haven't been a playoff caliber team since they've been to the Super Bowl twenty-eight-three. <laughs> um, but man, that's gonna be a that may be your best division in football this year. And what happens in the NFC? Or I'm sorry, in the AFC. What happens up there? Now's the time for Josh Allen to shine. If there was any time for Josh Allen to sign, them getting Stephon Diggs, now's the time for him to take his throne. Because the Jets still suck. The Patriots, as of right now, don't have a quarterback. The Dolphins, I mean, they're pretty much a high school football team. Josh Allen, right now is his time. Right now is his reign to go up there and kick ass up there in that AFC. Is he the guy that they that they thought he was? Mm, I think so. I think he's. I think he's the real deal. I'd give both second round picks over here in Chicago to grab him. That's not saying much, though. That's all the Bears got is those two second-round picks. It's been a fun week. It's been an exciting week. It's been a very, very dire week. No sports on. I don't know what to do with myself. I really don't. I'm like a I'm like an addict listening to local sports stations day in day out. I mean I I listen to ESPN Chicago here since last Friday for probably over 40 hours just to hear the same thing. Bears this, Bulls that, Hawks this, Cubs that, Sox this. I miss sports, and I think all of us do, because that's one thing that we always rely on. That's one thing that's a constant in our lives, and when it's taken away, and that's for any constant, any constant that's taken away, we go a little mad. I know that there's been news with free agency and football and this, that, and the other thing, but with no sports on, it's been crazy. For people like myself, that's a getaway to sit there and crack open a beer and throw on a ball game. Or even if I got to sit there and in self-quarantine like I've been the last week, hanging out here with the fiancé. It's still one thing that I put on in the morning while I sit my cup of coffee in case the old lady and I are watching a show. I do this. I miss it. 
I am a sports fan, just like all of you. And this coronavirus stuff is kind of taking over a little bit. But eventually we will be back to normal if we stick together and do what we got to do to overcome. So on that note, guys, that's all I got to say. The Bears, you pissed me off. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minimum 11-5. and five. And I'll, I'll come out with another one soon. I will. But until then, that's all I got, guys. So I'll talk to you soon. Take care.